Welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media and proud podcaster of Power Women. And do I have Power Women for you today, the best of the best. The Scotto sisters, Rosanna Scotto, who is our star on Channel 5, Good Day New York, who we adore, most popular TV with four Emmys in her pocket. Or maybe they're too heavy to fit in your pocket. They've got to be on your shelf. All right, we'll correct that. Adelaina Scotto, her sister, who um, has taken on the mantle that her mom had as president and founder. Now, Elena is the president of the wonderful restaurant that has become the power place, Fresco by Scotto on the Upper East Side. Welcome. So glad to have you here today. Thank Thanks. you so much, Vicki. Well, you know, it's not easy to be in the restaurant business and you guys have made it a roaring success and gotten over, you know, being closed during COVID. So, you know, the journey has not been easy. How did you guys come to be involved, get into the business of restauranting? So 30 years ago, my mom wanted to bring her family together do a joint family business. And uh, the consensus was to open a restaurant, even though most of us had zero experience. Long story short, my mother mortgaged the house and we found this restaurant. It's in the heart of Midtown Manhattan called Fresco by Scotto. And we were very lucky because we opened up to huge success. What year was that? What year? 1998, was it? No, 1993, I was pregnant with my son. Oh, that's how we recognize our lives, by our children. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> recognize how much risotto Rosanna ate that year. I got 60 pounds heavier that year. <laughs> oh, look at me now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Was your mother and father, or was it your mother's baby? So mom wanted to do it. Dad was completely against it. And uh, my parents lived in a home that was uh, passed down to my mother from her side of the family. So oh. she took it on herself to mortgage the house since my dad would not give her a penny to put into a restaurant. Wow. So did you buy the building or was it just taking over the space? We were very lucky. We took over the space. It was a restaurant before. So... Basically, our initial investment was about 300000 which doesn't seem like a lot now, but 30 years ago, like 300000 is a substantial amount of money. Oh, yes, absolutely. But, you know, I think that uh, having a dream and a prayer and having a passion for what you do is what your mom had. She really did. And she, you know, she and I had gone to a clairvoyant before the restaurant opened. And my mother was really into clairvoyance. And the clairvoyant was like, you are going to have royalty. You're going to have presidents. You're going to have celebrities. And my mother totally believed it. Never for a day did she ever think we were going to be, you know, it wasn't going to be a success. She totally bought into it. And you know what? We did. We had royalty, we've had presidents, we've had celebrities, but you know, it was a journey. Like even when we, we got the place 30 years ago, it's almost 30 years ago, Vicki. Right, uh, yes. Uh, the landlord was unsure of us because we did not have any experience, you know? And in those days, 30 years ago, a woman at the helm, my mother, okay? He was a little bit on the fence about her. So, you know, the, the restaurant tour that was, 
in that space, was giving it up because he was not doing well. He brought the restaurateur in the day that we signed the papers. And he basically Whoa. said, right in front of my mother, if it doesn't work out for her, I'm giving you back the keys. Can you imagine? True, Tara. No, it's women. It's really women always being, um, you know, we have to break the glass ceiling over and over and over again. That's what you guys are doing. You're you're both glass ceiling people that you've made this such an enormous success that literally, I think, was Bill Clinton and Hillary of regulars and the prime minister of Netanyahu. Netanyahu was there and uh, Magic Johnson and Barbara Stroud. I mean, I could go on and on. And Sly Stallone, you know, he has a place right on the water in Palm Beach. I know. Oh. Whenever he comes into town, uh, Vicky, he always makes sure he comes by. He's been so lovely and loyal to our family. And Elena, the last time he was in, she gave him a show. E, do you want to talk about it? Well, we, we planned a surprise parade for him where we gather all the staff and the chef made this enormous six pound cannoli. And we had a DJ outside and the DJ played the theme to the Rocky music. Oh, staff members paraded down the street to present this cannoli and like customers in the restaurant just started pumping their fists because they realized Rocky was in the house and <laughs> it was huge dance party and he couldn't have been nicer. He loved it. Well, wait a second. I'm a big Barry Manilow fan, and I heard you did something with the Copacabana theme. Tell us about it. Rose, you want to do that? That was an epic night. So Barry came in with his writing partner, Bruce Sussman. Uh, they wrote Copacabana. Our friend, Rob Shooter, and Elaine is like, we got to do something fun for them. So she's like, we're going to do a Copacabana line. We're going to do a conga line for them. And we started with some of the staff, but the whole restaurant got up and conquered <laughs> in front of like round and round the Barry and Bruce and, and Rob Shooter. And, you know, sometimes these celebrities don't like the fanfare, but Barry had such a good time. He was laughing so hard, put him in a good mood. And he was there in New York for a week and he kept calling Rob Shooter up and he's like, let's go back to Fresco. Let's go back to uh -huh. Fresco. Well, you know, he has a wonderful show that he wrote that was on Broadway last year. So I think, you know, um, he's into his music. I mean, I think he's one of the geniuses of our time. And that Copacabana makes everybody feel happy. So no wonder why everybody jumped up. You know, there are the, these are the highlights in business. And I think, you know, when you have that, it just keeps things going, gives you the energy. But I know that you have something so special that you have created. It's not in the kitchen. It's called a book called Meatballs, Manja, and Memories. Congratulations. Tell us how the book came to be. Well, so, we, we decided because we're almost in business for 30 years that we needed to do something to kind of, you know, just collect our, our memories and put them all in one place. And also, you know, we just lost our dad about a year ago. Yes, and I remember. I might and we wanted to do something to honor him and to, you know, give a tribute to mom who really risked everything to open up this restaurant. And Elena was like, we're doing it. I'm like, when, how, what are we going to do? We have no time. You know what? I, I am very organized and I'm constantly looking at the calendar. And so I said to Rosanna, we have a window. It's a little bit slower in the summer. 
I'll bring my son Danny on, who's a writer. Jenna just started with the restaurant. She's extremely organized. We call her the editor in chief. And so I said, with this group effort, we will get it done. We hired a publisher that gave us deadlines, told us exactly what we had to do. And we followed instructions religiously to get the job done. Well, it really is remarkable because I'm trying to write a book and it is so hard. You guys have done such a remarkable job and I love how you broke it down. Tell us what people can get inside that delicious book. With the, I love the name, Meatballs Monster and Memories. Well, obviously you're going to get a meatball recipe. And, <laughs> and our meatballs are delicious. Vicki, you know, not all meatballs are created equal. Everything has a special ingredient in it, and we give the special ingredient, and mostly it's panko that is soaked in milk, and it keeps it moist and delicious. Of course, the, the grate of meat helps as well, but that is just one of over 100 recipes that we share in this cookbook. And, and I love the fact that in the front half of the book, you'll find all of our quote-unquote memories, so fun stories, some are happy, some are a little sad, but they're all things that have taken place at the restaurant and a lot of what we went through during the pandemic. And then in the back part of the book, there is tips from the chef. So what tools are the best tools to have in your kitchen? What things you should have in your pantry? And just like little tips and things, like if you were to buy just a handful of stuff, what should you have in there? And I think it's really helpful. And I think even if you don't want to cook, you'll enjoy having this book in your home. Well, I love it already. And you know, what I'd like to do is when our media serialize some of the recipes, we'll talk afterwards, because I think everyone would love it. And then they got to buy the book. So how do you yeah. buy the book? Is it online too on Amazon or it's, in the store? It's online right now on Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Noble mm -hmm. online. So yeah, it's a beautiful book, beautiful pictures, great times. I mean, you'll it you'll you'll smile when you go through that book. I've I've given it to so many people and they really, really enjoy it. I think you know, you hit on something. You combine the memories, you make it so personal. Because I know in the restaurant too, you've got pictures of all the people who've walked through your walls and your doors, right? Yes, we have a we have a whole chapter of the wall of fame, as we call it. There you and go. You know, you know, Vicky, now, you know, obviously we have the celebrities like Sly Stallone, but you also have to have the food influencers. And it's so funny. We've had these guys on Little Mutz, uh, New York Nico, Cooge. I mean, people will stop. I'm like, how do you, how does everybody know these food influencers? And they also bring a different perspective to the restaurant. Interesting. Well, you know, we work with the food god in the Hamptons. We're going to be doing all our food events. So you were hosting one of our food events last year and the year before. So we're going to do it again and maybe we'll make a book signing. Yeah. The food god is a, a good friend of ours. He, he is in the book and he also gave us a nice little tribute that is also on the back cover. You know, you've been through the ups and downs, having to close during COVID and now coming back stronger than ever. What advice would you give people in business of how do you survive 30 years? I think if I had to give anyone advice, I would say, don't think about the past and move forward. I think what helped us most is when we were shut down, Vicki, we spent a lot of time in your neck of the woods in Palm Beach. And 
I particularly loved a couple of restaurants and they were inspiring. They were fun. They were magical. The decor was beautiful. There was music. And I said, my God, there's a whole different world out there. And we took the chance to really recreate, redevelop, redesign, and reimagine our restaurant just on futuristic, more modern thinking. You know, you can't be afraid to change. If you were just going to like continue to do the same thing all the time, you're just not going to be up with what people want. People are fickle. They want to go to a fun place. They want to go to the new place. You got to give them a reason to come back and you can't be stuck in that box. You got to be willing to change. And even though we've reimagined the restaurant, we still have new ideas that we're popping up in our head. We're bouncing off one another and we're bringing it and, you know, bringing it to the restaurant and making it flourish. Yes. Well, I think that that's uh, very basic. You know, I think also there's an ingredient you didn't mention, but I can hear in your voices and that's the passion for what you do. It sounds like you get up in the morning and you're, I love the fact that you're like me, you know, what's the new ideas today? What's the, what's the latest thought? What are we putting into our business? Exactly. You know what, when I'm not at the restaurant and I'm, you know, looking at other places and other things, the staff is like, uh-oh, what is she coming back with now? Because <laughs> there's always a new idea. There's always an inspiration. There's our whole mantra here is really dinner and a show. We want to give people a reason to come here, a reason to laugh, forget about their problems, just sit down. I mean, we're doing Bella Chows, we're waving napkins, we're doing Feliz Navidad, we're doing tequila invasions. There's always something. Well, I think, you know, you keep reinventing and re-adding to what you are, and that's what keeps it fresh, because I always believed if you don't do change, you die. So you have made it alive and you've been wanting it, this wonderful restaurant for 30 years and now coming out with this wonderfully, beautifully designed and beautifully thought out book, Meatballs, Manja and Memories. Thank you both so much. I'm delighted to have had Rosanna Scotto and Elena Scotto to be my guests. And they are a pure, true power women duo. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Vicki. This is Victoria Schnepp saying goodbye till next time. Bye now.